This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Check the flag, no pressure. Fight all day, Dale. Third place right there. For a good call at the end. He hung with him there for a lap. I thought he'd haul ass with that outside groove. Damn, I sure was jealous of it. You're now listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Check out Dale Jr.'s signature Dirty Mo sunglasses from Spy at spyoptic.com. Hey everybody, it's Junior. Sunday at lunch. The grill is at 275. Beef tenderloin going on. This is the third attempt at recording this because Gus keeps barking. So if you hear him barking this time, we're just going to push through. Uh, We had a good weekend. The car was real fast off the truck and I thought we was going to qualify better. We actually did run real well in the first round of qualifying. We just didn't get uh, any speed out of the car after that. But Anyhow, we were real excited about the race because we thought we had a fast car. Our teammates even commented that they thought we were one of the better cars. We uh, started the race. Car felt okay. We were kind of moving up through there. Thought we were better than a lot of the guys in front of us. Going to just be patient, get them one at a time, do all that good stuff. And then we got loose. And then, you know... Everybody was really loose. It was a bit of a shock, I think, for everybody how loose the track was. So everybody sort of skating around, having trouble, and uh, we were too. But not as bad as I, you know, not as bad as most guys. And then the next run, it got worse. The next run, it got worse. We were working on the car, and it was getting worse, right? So I'm freaking out. I'm panicking because we're trying to fix the car. We're doing some pretty big stuff, and the car is getting worse. So that was uh, that was a problem. I, when the rain delay happened i got off i got out of the car and got in on top of the pit box and was like hey man i'm i'm about to go nuts here what are we gonna do greg this is not good you know we i was expecting us to really haul ass today and we're not very good you know i was freaking out so greg remained calm which was good he said i was you know he said it was good that i came up on the pit box and was pushing him but i felt like i was aggravating more than anything but uh anyways he made some great changes him and uh him and uh, Kevin and the guys put their heads together and did some good things. And I think, you know, the car, the track, everything came together after the rain delay. The car and the racetrack was a lot more of what I had expected out of the day. So uh, we took off hauling ass there and everything's going good. Passing cars, fun restarts on the outside, especially following Kyle Larson around the top. Me and him must have passed 15 cars, 10 cars on that one restart in two laps, three laps. Kids got some uh, talent. So... It's fun, but uh, we uh, got into a little altercation on the back straightaway that ruined any Hamlin's day. Uh, me and him started side by side. I think on a restart, him on the top. The nine jumped on his outside, coming off two. The 41 jumped on my inside, coming off two. So we just became the sandwich and the meat. Um, it could have easily, just just as easily, tore up my uh, tires. I mean, it's not uh, something I want to do every race, banging into everybody and knocking the fenders off the car. So I felt bad what happened there and how it ruined his day, but I, you know, we just, you know, there's a lot of guys, we had guys going around both sides of us. You know, we didn't get put in a very good position there. But um, we got back to the pits and pulled all that stuff off, the, you know, pulled the fender off the right front tire, worked on the car a little bit there and had to restart in the back. And man, we drove right up to eighth place. So the car had a lot of speed. We ended up staying out on that one stop. I thought it was a good call. This, the thing about this tire is, so, you know, we had a lot of laps on our tire. You'd assume you'd come on down pit road and get some tires, right? But this tire is the Talladega tire, and it's uh, it's pretty much bulletproof. It doesn't really wear any. 
So you're not worried about wear on the tire on a long run. Really, the grip loss is from temperature. So it's really cool. It's a night race. You know, we're on 50 lap tires. If you stay out, allow them tires to cool, they're going to pick right back up and run great speeds. If you watch us in practice, every time we go out there, we run a little faster. I mean, so the tires are very durable on long runs. Way deep into the tire run, the tire can run some very good laps. So the grip, you know, the speed loss, when you see a guy come in under green, put on tires and go back out and outrun everybody, the, the speed is in the tire temp itself. Everybody else is out there with high shoulder temp, sliding around. Um, but when you have a caution, cool that tire back down. As long as wear is not a factor, it should pick the speed back up somewhat. And that's what happened. That's how Jimmy and, and myself were able to run well and the tires didn't get us. You know, the four got up there, but he was really strong all night. I think if we could have started on the outside row, I could have raced and, and maybe gotten the lead and held Jimmy off. We were really, really fast the run, you know, before that caution, running the top. And I feel like if I could have had that restart on the outside, it would have been good. I was real surprised that we were able to hang with Jimmy on the inside for a lap, considering how good the outside groove was. So I was proud of our car for that and uh, proud of where we were at the end of the race as far as speed and handling. So it's got me excited for uh, Charlotte. We're going to another track for the first time with Greg Ives. we got a lot of stuff that we feel like worked there in the past, bring on his new ideas and see what happens. So looking forward to it. Got the all-star race. You know, the all-star race is uh, no pressure. Doesn't really matter where you finish unless you win. You know, it's all, you know, a lot of money. So running second, third, fourth, doesn't matter. None of that matters. If you can't win it, it ain't worth a dang. But what I'm really wanting to focus on is just trying to figure out how we can get the car good to win the 600. I want to win that 600. I'd rather win the 600 than the all-star race. I just would. It's just a much more important race to me. So that's what we're aiming for. We're going to focus all weekend on trying to fix our car to where we we can do that, go out there and win that 600. So y'all take it easy. Enjoy the download. I'm going to have a couple more beers and get this tenderloin going. Later. It's good stuff right there, real good stuff from Dale Jr. Gus behaved himself. No barking? No barking. Well, once. I think I heard one bark. Just at the beginning there? But that's fine. That's grilling, grilling some tenderloin with Junior there on a beautiful Sunday afternoon with uh, TJ, with Mike, with Amanda. I'm Taylor. This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. He crushed it there. I mean, going through the entire race with everything that was going on, how excited they were about the car they uh, that they brought on the track, how incredibly loose incredibly loose that car was and how they were swinging and missing going into the rain delay and how competitive the car was and had a chance to win there at the end uh that was ran the gamut of all the emotions and i love what he said there at the end about wanting to win the 600 all due respect to the all-star race 600 is i would argue probably the race he wants to win more than any other one in all of the sports so we'll talk about uh, all of that uh, to come but Let's get to uh, let's get to the beginning, TJ. Um, very fast off the track, but really, really loose. And there was some frustration, certainly uh, when you got to the rain delay, because there was some swinging, swinging and missing going on. Yeah, we started the race pretty good, made some forward progress, and uh, you know picked off a handful of cars like we normally do when we don't qualify the greatest where we want to. We normally get up to you know ninth or tenth or something. 
and then we get in there and you know Greg makes an adjustment and just kind of seems like it went the the opposite way from what they were planning um you know we struggled for a run or two there and and uh until we got to that rain delay when they got a chance to put their heads together more and and, and get it figured out you know what's uh what's something about that is a lot of times fans will ask us and and, and it's a great question because we wonder the same thing when you're so good at practice and you feel like you got a good piece why does it suck when he gets to the race, how many times have we have people asked that? Time, yeah. Explain that to me. And so I asked, I asked some of our guys here at the shop that today because I heard Dale Jr. saying he was going nuts. He came in with so much optimism, and now, fortunately, because of a rain delay, he's able to get up on a pit box and really kind of hash this stuff out with Greg Ives. So, what was the difference? Why such a huge change? And the answer is from the guys that know is. I don't know if we knew that, then we would all have that yeah. that mystery solved. But the, but yeah. you're you're always going to go. You're going to be at the, uh, you know, the, with the track temperatures, with the tires, See, I, with, I, I with the driver mentality, all, think, stuff. all these variables factor yeah. into it. And the fa- and, and, and you're either going to be lo- loose or you're going to be tight. Yeah, there's so many things like you said: track temperature, air temperature. Is it cloudy? Is it sunny? Where you're at? You never practice behind 30 cars in, pra- in practice. You practice behind. You might get behind a guy one time or something yeah. for a lap or two. You don't ever practice behind 15 cars. Right. So that's different too. Track position could be different. Yeah. Every, um, there's so many different variables. Conditions are such a huge factor, and obviously, when you had a a green racetrack after after the rain came, uh, Dale Jr. and the 88 car was very receptive to that. I'll always remember being a qualifying at Kentucky Speedway a few years ago, and Clint Boyer got a cloud, and Dale Jr. got a cloud. Right. And Jr. Yeah. won qualifying, and Boyer uh, Boyer did not get a cloud. Excuse That's me. Right. Jr. got a cloud and won qualifying, and uh, Boyer is hilarious. And he's that sorry, you know, just hilarious. Man, he got a cloud. I didn't get a cloud. And I remember walking with with Junior after the race and, and or after qualifying. And I said, man, you got something for him. He goes, I don't know if we got something or not. We got a cloud. <laughs> and, and so it's just you never know because of conditions. Well, so. the other thing is, is that after the rain delay, you had a clean a, track. A, a clean track. Yeah, I mean, it probably track. washed all the rubber, uh, yeah. the rubber down. Hey, you know, you, know, you know what happened in that Kentucky race? You know whose tire we hit? Yeah. Um, Bo- was it Boyer's? The 11 car. That's right. That is. It was yeah. the 11 car. God, that was crazy. That was a Sunday Sunday race washed out from Saturday night, which uh, we certainly almost had happen there in Kansas. We'll get to the Hamlin deal in uh, just a second, but what do you think, besides conditions, what other things were worked on, TJ? I know you were hanging out somewhere in the grandstands trying, yeah, to, trying to stay dry. but It was packed. Um, and just talking to Greg and to, and to Dale, guys, uh, what do you think changed on that pit box? You know, I think they got, you know, it was, it was, when you sit with each other, it's easier to tell somebody what the car is doing rather than, okay, caution's out, you got, hey man, you got one minute to tell me what the car is doing so I can make changes. When you sit on a pit box, you got more than one mind at one time sitting there. You got the engineers up there that can, hey, you know, that's not going to work. This is going to work. You know, you got more time to hash it out. I think we would eventually got to that point with the handling, but I feel like getting those guys together all at one time. Mm-hmm skipped a couple adjustments maybe you know and got us to that point quicker well i i think there's something to the condition of the track being that when when they got out there and started practicing early in the week um you did have a track that, that had not had a whole lot of rubber build up i think that as far as like what he's talking about with the tires and the rubber build up and, and all that stuff the fact is is that did, did kansas not go through a repave recently was it that did, one yeah. of the tracks years yeah. ago, yeah. several years ago yeah. and you kind of see this uh with these newly paved tracks that uh you know they definitely handle different, like, say, that what we'll see at Charlotte 
in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, Charlotte's starting to wear. It's I mean, starting to wear. Kansas so, is starting to wear a little bit too. That's why they're, you know, they're able to run sometimes. Well, I, I just, I, I think there was, and I think that those, you know, the, the minds, the 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 brilliance uh, up on top of that pit box with the, you know, uh, Kevin Meandering, Greg Ives, those guys. They were able to – it's not hard to come up with a solution when you can just go, let's go opposite of what we've been doing because that's not yeah. working. Yeah. So, you know. Our, our engineer group is great. I mean, you put those guys together and nobody knows. Like Mike, we talked about earlier, you don't know how the race is going to start race day. You don't know what – you're just taking your best guess. Okay, air you're supposed to be this. You're taking your best guess at what the car is going to do. And that's – that's you just well, throw here, a dart. <laughs> here, here's, the, here's the thing that I could say, uh, and, and I throw it to you guys. We're a little spoiled. Taylor, you and me especially, TJ's out there, you know, uh, in, you know, grinding with those guys. But you and I, we just expect that by the time – Junior could talk about going nuts early in the race. You and I expect that by the time the end of the race goes, he's going to be running okay. We do. Do we not? No, we do, for and sure. So, so to hear Dale talk about how nuts he was going and, like, really stressing out over the fact that they were so loose, I have no doubt he's telling the truth. I just had no doubt they're going to fix it. But you know what? Yeah. I I think that him acting like that, I think that Greg responding the way he responds is a part of the reason why they make yeah. that comeback. They were the laughed. I, I love. We needed a lucky dog. That's how bad they I were. can relate to Junior when he goes nuts because I go nuts. I mean, yeah. in, in what I do for a living. If, if things aren't going the way I want them, I'm going to go nuts. And, and then I'm going to say, man, I'm sorry I went nuts. But I, but I care so right. much. You right. know, and I, So, you know, I, I, I certainly can't speak to, to Junior in his line of work compared to mine, but – I think we um, expect it, though, too, all the guys. I mean, those yeah. guys, I'm not going to lie, man. We know we trust in each other. You know, we know when that green flag drops. We're going – we're probably going to go forward. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we all expect that as well. And I feel like we're spoiled. I mean, I feel like yeah. I feel like we're not spoiled, but I just feel like that's like, – you know, There's good. an expectation well, yeah, level. I mean, it's, yeah. it's why a couple of weeks ago there was a lot of disappointment in the okay. way that the team was running, especially – uh, two in the and uh, two races ago in in Richmond, and it's because of the accountability, everybody hold, the standard, everybody holds e- each other to. Amanda, did you stay up Saturday night? Did you DVR it and watch it Sunday? No, I watched the full thing. I hung in there. Did you really? I think she was. Well, sick. Yeah, well, I also yeah, I yeah, I caught a cold, which was fantastic. But you know, I record the in car audio, so I had to hang in there until did you the let end. Let it go. I put it on pause on that two-hour delay. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't record the the TJ the Majors silence. rain delay as yeah. they showed the highlights of. Uh, I almost of periscoped. I almost periscoped the rain delay, but I'm not so sure about periscope yet. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna let Mike Davis. At least I'm gonna let Mike Davis do my periscoping for me. I'm not in a place where I'm prepared <laughs> yeah. to do my own periscoping yet. Well, what are your rules, TJ? Because you're I not even know. supposed to have your phone when you're up there. Yeah, technically, but the, right? If we're under so, a rain delay, what's I mean, yeah. I'm in the elevator shaft. What's the big deal there? I don't know. I'm just afraid that that me, more me so than my peers might say something or. Hey, we all agree I'm, with you on that. I'm more worried that you might say something. <laughs> That's to be honest right. with no, you, but, we uh, worry for I'm, you. I'm asking yeah. for a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go through a couple more things before uh, we move on to to what's ahead. How about 21st to seventh from lap 211 to lap 256? Junior said got up to eighth. He actually got up to seventh. Yeah. Uh, in those 45 laps, that was a rocket ship. Yeah, it was fast. You know, it was pretty impressive. And then stayed out uh, there on those old tires, Mike. And obviously Johnson uh, did the same thing. And, and like it, that was absolutely the right call, by the way, yeah. uh, if you want to have a chance to yeah. win. But like uh, Junior said, outside or inside, that definitely made a huge difference. I tell you what, though, I, you know, I was just as uh, I was I was just as pessimistic about yeah. the inside row. But I'm going to tell you something, my man almost made that work. He did. Yeah. And he said he was surprised. He hung in there longer. Yeah. We actually hung in there on the bottom, got to his quarter panel, and were able to stay there. Um, 
better than what I really expected to do. And um, like he said, I feel like if Jimmy would have if Jimmy would have messed up the tiniest bit, I mean, if he would have had to crack the throttle one time off the corner, we're probably gone. Yeah. You know, and, and to even be in that position starting on the bottom like that for a lap and a half, probably. Yeah. I mean, it, we were making him. I'm sure you're sweating a little bit. You know what I think? He ought to be. I think Junior let him win. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it was it was it, it was the it was only the decent thing to do, Taylor, <laughs> yeah, after that. Talladega. Oh, God. He gave us Talladega, so all we, right. just, we yeah. let him win. That's okay. a good that's a good point to get them all <laughs> riled up, Taylor. Way to go. No, you know what though, seriously, Junior has been knocking on the door at Kansas. It's it's yeah. sort of it's hard it's hard to tell, but it's not been one of his best tracks for sure. There have been some races that he's put together there recently, and then you even think about last year during the chase where you had him covered yeah. and then you know Blew the last the tire. time we ran there yeah. that I remember, we were leading. You know, right? So we were leading. Had a second there on fuel mileage um, a few years ago when Kozlowski won as well. But 2011. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a that was that was really fun. Uh, it's always fun to see him uh, fly through the field like that. But it was really cool to see how much improvement everybody made after the rain delay. Fifth in the standings. It's impressive stuff. So many top fives. So many top tens. Let me tell you something. You know, we were concerned about drop-off with the crew chief's uh, situation. We've been concerned about the pit crew being new or a lot of them being new and trying to get that gel, you know, those guys gelling. Do you know how many wins we had it through 11 races last year? One. And we have that many this year. Do you know how many top, five, uh, top threes we had through 11 races last year? Uh, I'm going to say the same amount. Five. Oh, okay. Going into this race, we were tied, I believe. Five top threes. Last year, we had five top threes. Uh, this year we have uh, six top fives. Last year we had six top fives. This year we have seven top tens. Last year we had Taylor. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw it. Guess how many top seven? Tens. There has been no yeah. drop off. The only thing we we led a few more laps last year than we had at this point, but the average finish was twelfth. The points position uh, last year we were fourth. This year we're fifth. I'll say this too. I feel like we had more adversity. Cool. I feel like we've been up against far more adversity this year than we were last year. That's too. my point. I guess you know, but you think about all the pit crew uh, issues that we've had, yeah. the changing. I'm gonna tell you something. This is a, a pretty impressive resume that this '88 team has been putting together this yeah. year. And I hope uh, the last thing Junior said I loved, especially. Listen, he's won the All Star race, and it's not to say the guy's not gonna go out there and try to win the All Star race again coming up on Saturday night. He's gonna try to win the All Star race. Oh, you better believe it. But but I love what he said. Everything is about trying to win the 600. Yeah. So close there a few years ago, running out of gas on the backstretch. I think that there is no question. You think after winning Martinsville last year, mm-hmm. I mean, this is the race I would say more than any that he wants, that the, that the group wants. Don't you think? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, Places we've, you haven't we've won? got Daytona and Martinsville. I, I personally he said wanna, it. still want to win Sonoma myself, but – Hey. Uh, this, that would be really cool. But winning, winning, it's just everyone's backyard here. Yeah. Winning here is extra special just because it's this is just Charlotte. Mike, man. you've been with him forever. I mean, I, I think this is the place he wants to win more than anybody. Well, he said it. He yeah. said it yeah. after Martin I, I last can, year. He said, I all right, what's next is the, I want to win the 600. Any, yeah. any race that has some t- sort of History. historical significance yeah. in sure. the sport, he would like to win there. Yeah. Darlington, he wants to win. Uh, Charlotte 600 is, is the next crown jewel for him. Yeah, I agree. Darlington and... Darlington's probably right there too, yeah. right yeah. behind this one. But everybody, Charlotte's just like you said, it's the world six hundred man. It's like yeah. Yeah. just something you want to win it. Yeah. And there are a lot of similarities, obviously, with Kansas and the way that uh, you guys ran in Kansas has got to give you some confidence. Yeah. I know that the the track, uh, you know, it's a little older, and uh, in terms of in terms of grooves, etc., that's something to worry about. But 
how competitive y'all were after the rain delay should give you a lot of confidence. Yeah, I, this team, it's momentum and confidence, man. You can't you can't buy it, you know, and you can only build it. And, you know, this team's got a lot of both, so I feel like we'll go in there. I really feel like there's no reason why we won't compete for the win. I mean, Greg's obviously – he knows what he's going to do with his pit calls. He's ta- He'll take a chance, you know, and – and give us a shot to win. So I'm looking forward to going. And Del Jr. has been on his game. You know, he's been aggressive and going after it. So he, I know it's a six. I know it's last forever. It's the longest race of the it year. It is long. But is pole night a big deal? I mean, because qualifying um, at times has not gone the way you've wanted it to. Do you think qualifying in the top ten is important or because of, you know, day to night and how long it lasts? And Yeah, I don't – it's always a you always want to qualify better. It just makes things a little easier for the race. You don't have to pass as you don't have to pass all them cars that you should already be faster than, and you don't have you get a better pit stall selection too. So that helps the guys out on pit road. There's just a few little things, but it's nothing that can't be overcome. Yeah, you know if you if you have a fast car and a good team, the cream's gonna rise to the top still. And and I you know I feel like if we started 20th we would be in the top 10 by lap 50 so did you clear him too early this past weekend absolutely at some point i'm sure i did <laughs> did you door bump a crashing is that what happened Close. with denny no <laughs> <laughs> it actually took me a second to did tell you go him. denny let me explain <laughs> yeah. i'll tell you he what i made i got the spotter yeah <laughs> what i think happened is i think kurt drove up the inside of us and i don't think he was i think there's something to the air there as well like when he drives up the inside and you already have two of them on the outside the nine shot out there some and i don't think denny expected the nine to drive on the outside of him i mean we're you know denny's probably like outside the nine what you know and, and kind of like and wasn't expecting that and then so he's having to hold it down a little bit junior's having to hold it down a little bit even further because there's another car out there now and then he's got this guy on the inside of him running his door up so it's just a four wide is did you ever think you'd have to say four wide well it took me a second because i had to figure out what to say (laughs) you didn't bring that you didn't bring that lingo into the kansas weekend did you? normally you're not like two outside one inside it took me a second to figure out okay where is he at now there's Okay, there's two over there. There's two outside, <laughs> one inside. It took, That's like, crazy. There's remember, cars, Dale. There's cars. I, I remember thinking to myself, you're in like, traffic. Yeah. like <laughs> I actually had to think to myself about it. Like, think, I was like, uh, wait, there, two outside, one inside. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like we hit. He had to count. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? It looked like we hit, and then they all kept going. I was like, oh, okay. My rubber was good. Then I see the 11. I'm like, oh, they must have hit. <laughs> oh, gosh. It should be fun. Uh, if you're coming to this area, we certainly hope you'll stop by and, and see we got a lot of fans that are outside watching the broadcast uh, right now here at the race shop. So we hope you come by and see us and see all the great deals. Buy some uh, Dirty Mo Radio apparel. That's right. Uh, and uh, Talladega wind shirts will be in here. Ooh. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Six pack, I think. It, it's, it's a six pack shirt with Talladega on it. Come on. Very Come nice. on. I love Taylor, that. you want one, don't you? Absolutely. I'd, li- I'd like one. I don't I, I, for you, I requested no sleeves. Well, I don't wear them anyway. Where's the six-pack? Is it on the front or the back? Because I don't want to cover a six-pack up with a (laughs) six-pack. I don't think you have to worry about that. (laughs) Last week, Spy had free shipping to celebrate Dale's win at Talladega. Hopefully, you guys took advantage of that. But if not, we still have a deal for you. Go online to spyoptic.com and check out all of Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection. It includes the Dirty Mo McCoy, Quanta, General, and Farrah for the ladies. Once at checkout, enter discount code NATIONWIDE88 and receive 20% off of your purchase. Let's go to Reaction Theater. Oh, talk about your deja vu. Texas finish all over again. But hey, not complaining. One win, four top threes. That car was out to lunch to start the, the race, I'll tell you. 
nice recovery. Good job, Dale. At first, you were. I don't think you appreciate the Texas comparison. You okay? I'm you okay. All right. all right. I'm all right. You all right? I'm good. Okay, I just want to make sure. Let's go to the next one. Well, the only thing I can say is I'm so f***ing blessed. Junior ain't got to be in victory lane with some stupid SpongeBob SquarePants bull But I hate Jimmy Johnson. I hate Kevin Harvick. I hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them. But Kevin Junior took a car that really wasn't a top three car and made it a top three car. He hauled ass and got screwed at the end, but thank God he ain't got to be in victory lane with some stupid cartoon f***ing character. I want her here. She's a really yeah. level-headed person. I love her. I'll party with any She's cartoon gr- character in Victory Lane. I don't care who it is. She's got great <laughs> perspective, very rational. Now, she's one of my favorite callers, though. And listen, I think that we could have Kevin and Jimmy in the studio with her, and it would be the most hilarious conversation it, that we could ever have. It would be a complete beep. It would be awesome. It would be <laughs> beeping the whole time. And I don't think Jimmy or Kevin would probably say a thing. <laughs> By the way, uh, before I move on, you know, Amanda, it suns up, guns up today. She Amanda, is. Amanda's got yeah. the guns she, out. Today. She left them sleeves at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what she's got to get SpongeBob. <laughs> she doesn't like, she doesn't <laughs> like cartoon characters. Good observation. Yeah, SpongeBob's a – we don't let Malin watch him. He's, he says too many bad words and stuff. SpongeBob says yeah, bad he words? Says shut up and stuff all the time. Ooh. Warren, I'm not on that team. That's then. a bad word, man. It is maybe, a bad word. Maybe saying that. Maybe that's what the caller's against. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> her language was terrific. <laughs> Who's next? Hey, Mike Davis. First of all, I already called tonight. Second of all, this is a Dale Jr. download. Not the Jimmy Johnson. Not the Dale Earnhardt Senior. No other download other than that. All right. Third of all, Dale Earnhardt Senior. Did not have the lucky dog to get him any championships or any wins. That. Just won races, okay? That's all you need to know. You can talk about Jimmy Johnson all you want, but Jeff Gluck can get on Twitter, okay? He can absolutely get. And you know what? If you want to bring that up, so can you. It's the Dale Jr. down the just got third place. You better play this and then respond, damn it. <laughs> okay, well, I, yeah, I want him here. <laughs> Do you want yeah, to me too. Uh, okay. Do you want to know why I tweet that? I think you just heard the reason why I tweet that. What'd you tweet? I, tw- I, I retweeted Jeff Gluck, oh. who said that he was like a few wins away from tying Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. And I retweeted it and said, Reaction Theater is 855-740-1902. Is there any confusion on why I might tweet that? You're a pot stirrer is what you're saying. I'm simply saying. You're trying saying, to stir no, the no, no, pot no, 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 and no, create. that's not true. You're trying to get more people to call Reaction that's Theater. That's not true. That's that's not true. I, stir the I pot love on. hearing from Earnhardt fans like this guy who bring it like that. I don't care about rationale. I don't care about potstering. I simply like to hear no, no, Earnhardt no. fans def- defend Dale Earnhardt to the yeah. core. That's great. That's what I like. Yeah. But it is potstering. Okay, but but, but <laughs> it's potstering because I like to hear Earnhardt fans it does bring defend out Earnhardt. It, it brings I'm out not, what, another. What do he, I think? Listen, you act like I'm – you, you, he I'm, is. No, no, I'm, you act like I'm uh, insulting you by calling no. you a potster. What do I do for a living? I mean, come on. It's simply – this guy's like Jimmy Johnson. I'm not sitting there talking – I do think Jimmy Johnson's one, one of the greatest and could potentially be the greatest of all time. I agree. Sue me for thinking that. Yeah. The guy is, is incredible. Same here. That being said, I'd never take anything away from Dale Earnhardt. I'd just like to hear people no. get uh, yeah. to defend him. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you, did you not see Jimmy about wreck in the beginning when we caught him? 
Oh my gosh, he was sideways. Yeah. It I, saved it. I honestly thought Dale Earnhardt would have wrecked that, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he would have wrecked that. <laughs> but I thought Jimmy was going back up the racetrack. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Let's go to the next. Could you imagine if we wrecked if he spun out and we hit him? Oh. Jimmy Johnson could my after tonight. Him and Harvard are about the worst damn drivers I think I've ever <laughs> yeah, seen. Yeah. Junior had that race one, and I'm just sick of Jimmy and Harvick. I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of them. Anyways, third place, pretty good. We'll get him next week at Charlotte All-Star Race and Coke 600 for Junior's first points race there. Alright, guys. They're horrible drivers. They're, they really are. They're terrible. God. Hey, you know what? You know what? Remember when Kyle Busch was winning all these races? And it, it yeah. like anybody but Kyle. Yeah. You just don't want to see him win. What would you rather have? Jimmy winning them all? Which he's not. Nobody is winning them all right now. There's a handful of drivers that are doing better than the others. Who would you want? Kyle winning them, Jimmy winning them, or Harvick if you had between those three? You asking me this question? Yeah, who would you want? I would want Jimmy winning them okay. all. Okay, yeah. TJ. I'm going to have to go Jimmy, absolutely. Amanda, you even get to weigh in here. I'd go Harvick. Of course you would. I like Harvick. Mike Davis, you answer that your own question. Dale! <laughs> yeah, of course you're going to say Dale. Yeah, you potsters. Yeah, po no, you're the potster because you won't even answer your own question. Uh, I would uh, want Harvick to win. You would. Does that make me a bad teammate? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, I'm listen, just I, I've known Kevin. I know Kevin on a personal level. I, I just that's think great. he's awesome. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I would want Kevin of those of those three. Yeah. I love Jimmy. Kyle's okay. <laughs> 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 Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, last time I called in, I sang a little ditty, and I didn't get on here, so uh, we'll see what happens this time. Uh, I think uh, they did a hell of a job this week. Looked like garbage there before the rain delay, and I hope everybody quits talking trash about Greg Ives there. He's he's a real good – I think he's a real good crew chief, and they, they got several more wins in them. I wanted to give a shout-out to the old 78 team there. I've been a Truex fan ever since he started with Chance 2 or whatever it was, Junior, DEI. I hope they get in a victory lane sometime this year and make a chase. I think that would be really cool. I think a lot of people are pulling for that to happen. Yeah, they're strong, man. They are really He's strong. He's sitting second in points, yeah. but I don't know where that actually sits on the chase grid. Well, how, many people, how many it's people like have won? seventh or eighth. Yeah, yeah how, many like people or eight. how many people have won? I think there's been eight winners so far. All right, well, then yeah. he's ninth. So I mean, so he, he's, he's – I think seven have won eight. I, th I think he's eighth. I looked at this the other day. At this rate, he actually, will make right the chase. Well, he, he'll be in. Unquestionably, he'll be yeah, in. I and mean, he deserves – there was uh, Kenseth, Ryan Newman, several guys that didn't win a race last year that made it in, and yeah. Newman almost won the whole championship. Martin, they are, his ninth. Uh, yeah, they're ninth. doing good, man. It's a, it's. I know he's not our teammate or anything, but it's like it's. I like seeing Martin run good too. He's almost locked himself into the chase. To be honest yeah. with you, I mean, obviously he doesn't need to have a couple of awful, you know, finishes he, and he gets any faster. Get wrecked, but that man, he is. And I, Junior and, and Martin are very close. Uh, there is no question. A lot of people. Uh, that no junior, junior especially, be very happy if he can't win. That the seventy-eight would, but they have yeah. been really. What, what did they do? Take tires? Yeah, uh, they, they did took. Too. No, they fueled only. I think that they had a great car yeah. again yeah, on they Saturday night. Who's next? After Richmond, that is what we all needed to see from Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Greg Ives. A car that ran outside the top five most of the night. They kept adjusting on it, kept adjusting on it to get itself. A third-place finish is pretty cool. Good job. And Jimmy Johnson, ugh, I hate you. See you later, guys. Bye. <laughs> Does this validate Greg Ives' ability to be I able so. to adjust and I mean, turn on a car that wasn't 
was nowhere in the – I mean, we were lapped. We had to take a lucky dog in this race. Well, yeah. personally, I already thought he was validated. But, uh, yeah, I think that there are a lot of people out there that are going to say, okay, they want a restrictor plate race. They always do well at restrictor plate races. And Junior leads laps every year, you know, uh, in just about every single restrictor plate race. That's what people are going to say. But the fact that they went to Kansas and were so competitive, and especially after the rain delay – made adjustments and they work yeah i think that the detractors you know where are they well we hear them on reaction theater calling in talking a bunch of crap all the time where are you now i don't hear crickets huh you know the one thing that i didn't think about and i think we should have brought up and what happened during the rain your your second question of the show what did they do during the rain delay i wonder if greg ives daughter got into greg's ear yeah that's a good point (laughs) think about the message yeah she maybe would have a, had the opportunity to. Maybe a little FaceTime or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play one more. It's a late race call. Denny Hamlin just gave his interview, and he said the 88 pushed him into the 9. He ran into the 9 and then ran into the 88. He needs to get his straight. I like him. You do? <laughs> He's one of your favorites? I like that guy. Yeah, I don't know that it matters. I mean, oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Even if yeah. that did happen, did you lose sleep over it, TJ? No, not a bit. That's racing. That's what it is. Last one. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain. Oh, stuck in the bathroom and can't hold his pee. T.J. Major. Best water at the track is he. T.J. Major. The beer drinking buddy is something you wish. T.J. Major. All you will hear is a flush and a swish. TJ Majors, TJ Majors, TJ Majors, TJ Majors, TJ Majors. <laughs> hashtag Dale, yeah. Hashtag great run. Hashtag 10 beers last night. <laughs> That's your boy. All right. That's a SpongeBob SquarePants theme. Can, can, can we make that a ringtone? Yeah. I want when TJ calls me, I just want to hear <laughs> that. TJ Majors, TJ Majors. <laughs> that might have made my face turn red. Yeah, it did. That did. That was, good. That was uh, not expected there. <laughs> did you like that one, Amanda? I think, uh, like, Amanda's beaming right now. Oh, she is. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was so appropriate. That's that why she was so over there going, right hey, no, there's two more. There's, no, there's two more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free like it's 1983, 1-855-740-740. 1902. That's 855-740-1902. And leave us your voicemail message, and we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Time now for It Takes a Nation, presented by Nationwide. It is the Takes a Nation segment presented by Nationwide, where we interview people that have been on junior side or are on junior side uh, throughout his life and career. And let me tell you, I'm really pumped up about this week's guest. Dale Jr., if you remember... Uh, in his winner's press conference after Talladega, he actually was asked a question, and they asked him about his best Talladega memories. This is right after he's just won his sixth race at Talladega. And he was thinking, they obviously were asking, you know, like whether it had to do with his dad or, you know, being in a race car. And his answer kind of took everybody by surprise. It was about Brad Means, who was a friend of Dale's in the garage growing up, and they were like, wow. And Dale tells this story of him and Brad Means in, in, in the uh, as kids kind of going through and uh, not – I wouldn't say stealing, Brad. I, I don't think you guys were stealing. No stealing. What were you doing? Uh, T- tell us the story. 
more pilfering. Pilfering, uh, okay. As, as, he, as he said, like the team, when they were done for the race, they'd leave the garage stall, which was like the was a old school parking garage, basically. Right. Like covered, no doors. And they would, there'd be brake clean, front end shims, spark plugs, like bubble goggles, just surplus items that they would leave there. And once they left for the race, they were done. Unless they came back and they were wrecked, and they would still leave all their stuff there. So we would just go pick up all the leftovers. And, and why was this important to you? Uh, Junior is always a big fan of my dad's. He likes the underdog. My dad was always an underdog when he drove. Jimmy Means. Jimmy Means. And uh, he's still underdog to, the, to this day. But he was always a huge fan and had a huge amount of respect for him. And we became friends, and we'd always hang out. And he would always try to help my dad. And we'd just, like, group together and go find stuff. So this is this has always fascinated me because Dale Jr. talks about his just affinity for Jimmy Means. Jimmy Smut Means, long-time racer and an underfunded racer always. I mean, that that's fair to say, right? He was always underfunded. Like short track racing, uh, late mall sportsman in the early, early mid-70s. Uh, short track racing, he was really good and had good success in, in, uh, in Huntsville, Birmingham, Nashville, and in those areas. And he moved to the cup level in 76 and just never had the funding. Right. to do it properly and he was always did everything on his own motors bodies chassis everything on his own and it was always his own like he's his own guy and junior respected that and he could see that and just always pulled for him so but 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 jimmy means was not the only underfunded driver uh during that time and certainly not even today why why jimmy why you what why was dale just uh why was he drawn to you guys uh I, I think at that time, like my dad's, like dad's cars were really not always really nice, and they just he liked the look of them. You know, oh, really? Junior loves the look yeah, of stuff. So that's important. And he was just drawn to the look of the cars that he had, and that's I think that's what started it, and it just grew from there. But you guys are roughly the same age, right? Yeah, he's ballpark. A, yeah, he's like year or so older than I am. Were there any other kids in the garage growing up that you that you guys piled around with that yeah. were kind of your age? There was a whole pack of us. There was uh, Justin Bonnie was a lot younger than us, but uh, Jason Jarrett, he's the same age. Uh, Mike Wickham, his dad owned the pure letter car for Derrico back in back in those days, and uh, Scotty Williams. We were always like a little group. Everybody okay. had like a, a comfort coach van. There were no motorhomes or coach slots, but there's a van or Chattanooga uh, Chew Customs van. We'd all hang out in those and just do our own thing. They just like we'd get to the racetrack, or dad leave us alone. We were actually leaving them alone. That's so right. They were doing, yeah, they were busy, so they're there to work, and we're doing just stay other hair. So we just all grouped together and run around and do stuff. What were some of your favorite tracks, uh, you know, that you and Dale would kind of pal around at and have a good time? Uh, Talladega, obviously, because uh, I'm from Alabama. So we'd always, that was always a hometown event for us. And Bristol, uh, Martinsville, North Wilkesboro, the stuff close to home, because we knew we'd always be there. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think I first met Dale Jr. at Riverside. That's the first time wow, I ever met him. Wow, California, huh? So he was like, it was a special trip for us. We I didn't get to go on those, long, those long-term trips back then. So that was a big deal for me. That was my first first time I met him. So it was a pretty big deal back then. One of my favorite stories, actually, uh, more recent stories, was uh, in Daytona uh, several years ago. Dale Jr. unloaded a car with one of, with one of Jimmy's drivers, right? Uh, who yes. was the, I can't remember who the driver uh, was. Bobby Santos. But did, Bobby Santos, that's right. And did he wreck? He wrecked viciously. In practice in or practice. qualifying? That was the first, uh, the first it, did, year. During the Daytona Speed Weeks or yes. was it a July race? Uh, Speed Weeks. Okay, so during Speed Weeks. I, I, I vaguely remember it, but I remember we unloaded a backup and had our teams uh, work with your teams and uh, and get Bobby a car to race. It was, it was a pretty cool weekend, obviously. I mean, the start of it was, was pretty traumatic, but... That was the first year of the COT style car, and, and full, for the Nationwide Series at the time, full time, and Dad only had one, and we just, you know, it was a 
a chassis he got from Front Row Motorsports, and we I think actually the body parts came from uh, Junior Motorsports, and mm -hmm. I put the body on it for him, and he went down there and had a steering part fail, and like lucky he didn't get hurt because he destroyed the car, and I think within I think Junior saw it on the TV within like 15 minutes they were over there talking to him, hey you got a car I'll give you one, yeah so that was a uh, it was a pretty cool moment. And he raced it well. He raced it well. Yeah, he I think did. he finished 17th or so. Not a scratch right. on it. It was a great it was a great weekend. I remember that. I remember that. And that was cool. And, and that speaks to Dale Jr. Like, Dale Jr. doesn't unload his cars for anybody. And there's, there's I can't really think of anybody else that he would have just done that for. But when Jimmy Means needed one, and Jimmy didn't ask for it. No, dad, my dad would not have never for done it. that. He's uh, He's – Old school, stubborn. He won't ask for help for anything. So. No, uh, but Dale certainly did that, and uh, it, it was really cool because um, you just saw how appreciative your dad was for that gesture. It was so really neat. Uh, Brett, you are working for Brad Kozlowski now, I see. Uh, I and am, uh, yes, sir. You, you've been in Ohio, and now you're down here working for the trucks. Is that right? Yes, sir. And how you liking it? I'm loving it. It's great to be back in North Carolina. Uh, and obviously, with uh, Brad's a great race car driver. Yeah, in his own right, and uh, he's a great owner to work for, and he's a really good guy. Family, you know, racing family background. A lot of respect for his family, so it's it's kind of like we relate well together. Yeah. So he's a you know we've been we've had great success so far this year. So uh, hopefully we win more races. We need to get you working over here at Junior Motorsports. That way you and Dale Junior can hang out after the race and go go <laughs> scrum around find some old parts. Because yeah. see now that he's an owner. He's still wanting to save money. He's <laughs> trying to skimp any way he can. So he's uh, come full circle. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, just because uh, Junior Motorsports is doing okay, it doesn't mean that he still isn't pretty tight with that cash. So um, <laughs> you guys seem to have the tactics down. Y'all know, y'all yeah. know right for the places to look. What what trash cans to kind of you know take yeah, a look at? Like old school races, you watch like the the pit boxes were like a top toolbox on a trash can, and you had to get there. The teams had to get there early to get the trash cans. You know, now they got like you know these huge mega mega pit boxes with like ten seats on them and twelve TVs, and it's it's. It's dramatic. It's, it's crazy how far it's came from yeah. from there to, to now. Do you sort of miss those days? I miss the old days. It's yeah. a, you know like the throwback old school, and like that's the the cool thing I like about about Junior. He's he's a throwback guy. He has a huge respect for the sport and the nostalgia and, the, and those things. So he just always draws more fans. Yeah, to me, based on that. So I miss the old days. They're a lot less technical and just seat of the pants type stuff. Yeah. Well, I saw you. Uh, you know. Um, you know, I've known you for several years, obviously, through Junior, but uh, it, when we were at Dale's house um, after his Talladega victory, you were there, and I said, boy, I tell you what, we need to get you on Takes a Nation because he brings you up in stories a lot of times. A lot of times in media, uh, it's when he's looking back at memories growing up, and, they, you know, these media ask him for these stories thinking that it's like, oh, me and my dad, we were at Darlington doing this. But there's very few stories that he's got at racetracks that involve his dad because his dad was working. And even in Victory Lane, even wins, he remembers them, but there wasn't a whole lot of interaction. The guys that he interacted with were you. Mm -hmm. You and, you know, yeah, oh, Jason Jarrett and those yeah. guys. So uh, we, we had a pack for sure. It was a great time. We The first, whoever got the racetrack first, come look for the other one. Yeah. And we, like, we almost owned the place, it felt like, you know, because we it was a whole different area. You could kind of come and go as you please. Just stay out of the way. Don't get hurt. That's Just cool. Don't bother them. Well, you have definitely been on Dale's side for a long, long time, and that's why you were perfect for this segment. I, I really appreciate you coming over here, uh, joining us. Let's not make it the last time. Oh, it's, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having All me. All right. And guys, listen, Nationwide 88 is your go-to follow on Facebook and Twitter. If you want Dale Jr. information, 
you got to go there. They keep us all informed. Um, so uh, Nationwide 88, and remember, Nationwide is on your side. This is Tiff Daniels with a look at what's coming up this week on Dirty Mo' Radio. Wednesday, Chris Devota will be joining Kelly on Fastlane Family, presented by Wella Professionals. On Thursday, Regan Smith and Heath White will have a special guest on Junior Motorsports Upfront, presented by Dale's Pale Ale, their boss, Dale Jr. And you can always listen in to all of Junior's at-track press conferences by tuning in to said Junior, presented by Nationwide. Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available free of charge 24-7, on DaleJr.com, iTunes, and all major podcasting outlets. Let's throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. Well, not only will Dale Jr. be attending the 6th Annual Catwalk for a Cause Wednesday night, but he will be walking in the 6th Annual Catwalk for a Cause Wednesday night. This fashion show is put on annually by the Martin Truex Foundation, Martin Truex Jr. Foundation. And uh, to benefit pediatric cancer research, the ev- <laughs> what are you looking like this, Taylor? I'm Taylor, TJ, TJ look. and I are both looking at each. Like I just want, what is he gonna wear? I yeah, mean, that's, I don't know. I, I mean, this is a great calls and everything, but skinny jeans. Junior's gonna be on display. A dress. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Amy picked out his outfit, so I'm sure he's oh, good. I can't wait for it's this. It's to benefit pediatric cancer I'm all research. For it. I think it's fellas. a great job. It's a I great cause. Good, yeah. Well, would you wear a dress if it meant? But yeah, not I that would. he is. <laughs> <laughs> not that he is. Let's clear that. Can we get him in studio next week and grill him on this? Yeah. What did you wear, Dale? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, in all seriousness, I think that he walks out there with the kid. Like the drivers walk out yeah. with the kids yeah. uh, from Levine Children's Hospital. I'm not sure for, uh, if that's exactly what his part is, but I know that always happens. Like the coolest part of yeah, the, the year, yeah. seeing the pe- pediatric patients. Well, this uh, event, man, it's awesome. Yeah, like it's really taking off. It's you need, awesome. TJ, you need to text him and say, "Hey, listen, I need you to come in studio. I need to ask you some questions about." I this do need to get fashion walk here. you're doing. I'm gonna, I'll ask him what he's wearing. Yeah, let's just text Amy and say, "Hey, just you know, between you and I, hey. just just between us." What's he wearing? And, and Junior Nation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this weekend is the Sprint All-Star event at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Both qualifying and the race are on Saturday. By the way, we've debated how much, you know, qualifying changes. Is there a cooler qualifying session than the one for the All-Star yeah, race? I love that. I love that. Like, there as far as what there is right now in existence, this qualifying is my favorite. The coming down pit road, yeah, I like coming it. about one fifty. Yeah, trying to hit your uh, box. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Watching stuff. it from the roof because I watch that from the roof is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like it yeah. Ah, I did yeah. the I did the PA for that uh last year and uh Dale yeah has really taken off uh since then. I might that's right. I did see some right. Dale Yeah me last year to do that. I, I saw did. Dale Yeah shirts in, in yeah. the grandstands too this last week. Was yeah. that last year? It was last year. Wow, yeah. That? T- yeah Taylor was doing the PA at Charlotte <laughs> Speedway and he says can I get a Dale? Yeah! I did the Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin. I says anybody out there's a Dale or Nart Jr. fan, give me a Dale, yeah. Yeah, place went crazy. Dale Jr. will be driving the Mountain Dew Baja Blast car. Baja Blast is the new summer flavor for Mountain Dew. Uh, and by the way, the Xfinity Series race is also this weekend, but it's on Sunday. In making his debut in a Junior Motorsports car, or making his Xfinity Series debut, is Ben Rhodes. So uh, something to look for there. Uh, a couple of notes about next week. On Monday, Dale Jr. will be appearing once again at the Learn Live Hope Celebrity Golf Classic. I hope the I hope I got the order of those right. It, it might be Live Learn Hope Hope Lynn Love Love. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Which is the Hendrick Marrow Program Golf Tournament. This is a tongue twister here. On Tuesday, he'll give Carolina Panthers linebacker Thomas Davis a couple laps over at Charlotte. Davis was last year's NFL Walter Payton Man of the Love Year. Love TD. Great guy. You know him? Great guy. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, Nationwide is the presenting sponsor of uh, the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Thomas Davis won it. So, 
They'll do some laps over at Charlotte. Don't forget, next week, fan day here at Junior Motorsports. It's Friday, May 22nd. The lottery for wristbands and uh, for the autograph sessions are officially closed. But there will be tons of activity here at JRM. Definitely come by and see us. We might even put uh, some of these fans on Dirty Mo Radio. Amanda and I are going to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we did it week. last year. It was yeah, fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. Love getting to meet people who listen to us and then call into Reaction Theater and, and like, putting a face yeah. with the voice, you know, that, uh, that we hear every week. Uh, lastly, I will close with a note from Tyler Overstreet, who says, just keep an eye out for Dale Jr.'s Periscope handle because he's likely to want to broadcast most of everything going on during Charlotte race weeks because he has set, uh, definitely taken off uh, with his Periscope. So uh, that's about it. All right, good stuff uh, this week on the Dale Jr. Download. We'll talk about the All-Star Race. Get ready for the World 600. There you go. Next week here on the Dale Jr. Download. For Amanda, for Mike, for TJ, I'm Taylor. This has been the Download presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Now go online to spyoptic.com and check out all of Dale Jr.'s Signature 88 collection. If you find a pair you like, enter discount code NATIONWIDE88 at checkout and you're going to get 20% off your purchase. Happy shopping!